my college girls today. I am so excited that you are here. If you are new here, welcome to the Jeans and Joe podcast. I am your host, Georgia Guest, but you can call me Joe because all my friends call me Joe. And because you're here, you get that privilege, sister. You get that privilege. So today we are actually hopping into advice for the college student. Now, let's just cover this. Let's just address it. You may be feeling one or two things. You may be feeling pumped to going back to that campus, to being surrounded by your friends, to studying hidden in the books. You're probably ecstatic to go back to school. Or you may be feeling absolutely horrendous. To you, school is like another job. You have to work your booty off for those grades. You have to make sure that you are passing all your classes so that you can get into grad school, to get your master's, to do all these things. I understand. I get it. And so today we're going to be addressing and talking about these emotions and what I wish that I knew when I went to school. Because the thing is, is that, let's just address this. I think it's a huge like thing, and I really want you to understand where I'm coming from. So when I went into college, I am the firstborn. I am the oldest sibling. I have two amazing younger siblings under me. Um, I have a sister and a brother whom I love dearly but I was the older sibling. And so if any of my older siblings are out there, hey sister, I understand we get through this together, but we are the guinea pig children, we are. So we kind of have to go through everything first. We have to, you know, get through the things that no one else has really walked through yet in our time and day and just try to figure it out. And so whenever we get to that point where we can give this advice to our younger siblings, we're ready. And so if you don't have an older sibling, if you do not have someone who can give you that advice and be real with you, I want you to just picture me as that. This is a conversation I feel like I'm having with my younger sister. And if you don't know, her name is Vivian. We love her. We love her so much. Shout out to you, sis. But I want you to know that you have an older sister in me. You have a friend in me. And so I want to share with you advice that would have probably prevented a few meltdowns in college. Um, it's true. I, I had a very emotional time. But I um, graduated college in 2021 with a multidisciplinary major. And if any of my friends know what that is, props to you, girl. Because when I say this, no one understands. They don't get it. So I'm going to explain it. I was going to be a middle school teacher. Crazy. I know. And that was the goal. That was the only plan I had for my life. I'm like, this is what I'm going to be. And I don't have a backup. And do I wish I did? Absolutely. Because guess what didn't happen, y'all? You guessed it. I did not become a teacher. I actually, um, there's this huge test that you have to take in Tennessee. And it's called the Praxis. But what happened was, is that I did not pass my Praxis. I took the test three stinking times. And I just could not pass it. And so I was like, you know what, Lord? I don't even think I really want to be a teacher anymore. And there was a lot of other stuff that went into it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to film another podcast. And I'm going to go through my entire testimony. And that's a huge part of it was that part of my life. But what I'm getting at is that the Lord really um, had his hand on my life. And I learned who he was in a whole different way. And I truly believe that doing college with Jesus is the best thing that you can ever do for yourself. Because I know a lot of people will say, no, 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 no. Like doing college with Jesus is not cool. That's lame because you have to follow the rules and all these kinds of things. Honestly, doing college with Jesus was the best thing that ever happened to me because I 
had freedom. I had peace. I didn't have to worry about my future. I didn't have to find temporary happiness and worldly things. Like I found true joy. I found true purpose in my life. And it wasn't just within the four years that I was on this campus, but I knew that the calling that God had for my life was even further and beyond that campus. And so I want to encourage you with this podcast. I want you to come back to it when you just need to be filled with words of wisdom and life because college is hard. It is so stinking hard and I wish that it wasn't, but it is. So let's talk about this. I have eight pieces of advice for you today and this podcast is going to be on Instagram. It's going to be on TikTok too. So um, make sure that you're following me on those accounts as well because we have something on there too. But thank you again for being here today. So let's jump into this advice for the college student. Here we go. So as you heard in the introduction, I uh, did not have a backup plan. I did not. And so I was that girl that had her whole life mapped out with mile marks, with years and how long that it was going to take to get from A to B to B to C to C to D. I mean, like I had it all mapped out. I was going to be the girl that married the football player that would get married at the end of college, um, would go and become a teacher in my hometown, and then we would have some babies, and I would have a chicken farm. I mean, like, I had this all mapped out. But as soon as none of that worked for me, I didn't have a backup plan. Nothing. And so my first piece of advice for you is this. You don't need to know the plan from A to Z. Because if you did know the whole plan, you would be God. And are you God? No, you're not. The amount of tears, the amount of stress, the amount of pieces of hair I lost throughout college is unfathomable. I mean, if there was a special jewel for the crown that you receive in heaven from our sweet Heavenly Father for answering phone calls from your daughter that just cries and has no idea what she's going to do with her life and stresses out, it would be my mom and my dad because Lord bless them. I mean, they answered so many of those phone calls and I was in tears, freaking out because my plan wasn't working. I didn't know what my plan was going to be. I didn't have a backup plan. But what was so cool is that through the whole downfall of George's plan and George's life being completely mapped out, I saw the beauty and the uniqueness and the detail that God had for my life that he planned for me. The life that I live now is so different than what I planned for myself. I mean, did I marry the football star? Absolutely not. No. Um, Did I become a teacher? No, but I became a teacher of the word. I mean, like as I'm speaking here on this podcast, I didn't have this planned out for me at all. I um, do not have a chicken farm because I live in flippin' Orlando. I mean, like, I don't have any of that. But it's a life that I never even would have dreamed for myself because it's so much better than what I could have ever planned. One of my favorite sayings that I say on TikTok a lot is that God wrote the best story for me so I didn't have to. Like, let that sink in. God wrote a story just for you. He cared about every single moment of your life. I mean, to think that he even had this conversation, you and I just sitting here talking, he had that planned out. He cared 
cares so much about you. And the life that he has for you is so much better than you can ever plan or imagine. And so when you go through college and you're stressed out because you're, you're turned out, you don't like your major anymore and you don't want to be this or you don't, you do want to be that, but it's so hard and all these things. I mean, there's so much stress that goes in to that title, that major on your diploma. When you step off that stage, the Lord is going to show you exactly where you're going to go. What's so cool about college is that you get to trust in the one who's holding your hand. You get to trust in the one who has left footprints and is waiting for you to step in them. You don't have to know the plan from A to Z. All you need to know is who's in charge and you'll be just fine. The second one. I want you to spend time with God. I really do. I I know you do. But when I say this is that spending time with God is time best spent. Because here's the thing. Like I said before, doing college with God is the best thing that you could ever do for yourself. And a lot of girlies will ask, they're like, Georgia, how did you get a strong relationship with the Lord in college? Like, how did you not like you know, fall. And girl, I definitely did fall a lot. But what really brought me back were these three things that I really did. The first one was I prayed all the time. There's a verse that I honestly believe is the easiest verse to remember. And it's First Thessalonians 5.17. Ready? Three words. Pray without ceasing. That means never get off the phone with the Heavenly Father. Never, ever stop talking to Him. Be in constant communication. Do you know how sweet it is to have a conversation with God and just tell him about all of like the great things that happened in your day and all the hard parts and all the things you're worried about and all the things that you're praying on behalf of others. I mean, you're talking to the God of the universe who literally is taking care of everybody and every little thing. And he wants to make sure that you are doing well in college. He cares for you, girl, and he wants you to talk to him and he wants to talk to you. So never get off the phone with him always be talking to him. The third little like thing that I did is that I got in the word. And this word, when you really just sink in and really understand like what the word of God is, is that it's exactly that. It's the word of God. It's full of truth and it's full of guidance. Another little hot take that I have, and I get really passionate about this subject, but a lot of people in this world will just pick and choose what they want from the Bible and then make it their own. Here's the thing. Either all of it's true or none of it's true. And it's just a newsflash. Every little letter that's printed in this book is meant for your good. Not one piece of it was a mistake, a typo, like God said it, so God wrote it. This is a love letter written for you, and you get the privilege to read it every single day. Do you know how lucky you are? I mean, like, how lucky are we to know the Word of God, and we get to hear His voice, and we get to open it every single day? In college, this is going to be your lifeline, is the Word of the Lord. So make sure that you're reading it. Make sure you are wanting to read more of it. And one of the things that really got me into it wasn't just like opening it up and just picking a random chapter, but also it's this third point. 
I got a stinking cute devotional. Mm -hmm. What is so, what I encourage people to do is I want you to get a devotional that invites you to get into God's word, that you're excited to open up the very next day, that you want to feel expectant to learn something new whenever you open it up. I mean, something you want to have in your hand at all times. And so this is a little shout out, but I have two devotionals. I do. And I wrote them honestly, specifically for college girls. For my freshman sisters out there, I have a whole 90 day devotional just for you that discusses every single little thing that you're going to go through your freshman year. Every single little thing. From finding a new church to talking to boys to going to class, finding your major, being stressed out, being homesick. I mean, like every emotion you feel is in that devotional. So I highly encourage that you get that. And then all my other girlies from sophomore to seniors or even into grad school, there's one called Besties with Jesus. And it's exactly how it sounds. It's seeing the Lord as not a God that is so far away from you. And you have to have a megaphone to talk to him all the way in heaven. But you see him in a whole new different way. There's a verse in John 15 that talks about how when the Lord sees us, he sees us as friends. Like, of course, we're his daughters, but he also sees you as friends. And so I want you to have that friendship with Jesus, and you'll be able to discover what this friendship is like when you read Besties with Jesus. So I highly encourage that y'all both get that. But I want you to get in the Word, and by doing that, get a really good devotional that gets you into it. So that's my second piece of advice. Spend time with God, because it is time best spent. Number three. Girl, this point. I wish that I did this more. I wish I did it more. I wish I did it more. But be fearless. Be fearless. Taylor Swift says it best. Fearless. But the thing is, is I want you to know that you are young. You are so stinking young. And I want you to travel. I want you to move to a different state. I want you to go and try a different major if you're not loving the one that you want. I want you to go on the date. I want you to apply for the job because here's the thing. This is your time to learn. Because as soon as you get into the adult world, speaking from an adult herself, y'all, I'm a whopping 24 years old and I'm learning bills. Crazy. And I'm learning how to budget and all these kinds of things. And I can't do all the things that I once did when I was in college. I want you to know that the Lord has called you to be brave and courageous. And so in this world and on this campus, I want you to be bold. Don't make dumb decisions, make smart decisions, but I want you to feel like God has you in his hand. You're not going to slip. You're not going to fall. So if the Lord is calling you to do something, do it. Because here's the thing. When God calls you to do something, he's never going to let you forget it. He'll remind you daily. I'm telling you. we can, That'll be in my other testimony. That'll be my testimony podcast for sure, because that's exactly what happened with me. Um... Let's just dive into this story real quick because that's what this was what happened. When I was a sophomore in college, um, God called me. He did on the phone. I'm just kidding. Um, but the Lord was really putting on my heart to start a group me. And this group me wasn't just for chit chatting, but it was for writing devotionals. And, you know, back in the day, I used to text my friends, you know, just like quick little like, hey, here's a verse and here's what it means. And I'm praying for you today. I'm so grateful for you and your friendship. Um, love you so much, Joe. Like it would be something like that. But I just sent it to my friends. 
But the Lord was calling me into something greater, and that was to start a group me. So I did. And I remember that I was so nervous, but I put the link to the group me on my Instagram story. And I was like, hey, if anyone wants to join, like, go for it. And guys, when I tell you this story, I feel like people are always like, are you kidding? But I was terrified. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what people would think. So I posted it and I shut my phone off because I'm like, I don't know if anyone's going to reply. I don't know if anyone's going to join, but God, you told me to do this. And so I'm going to do it. If I lived in fear, we would not be having Jesus and Joe ministries at all. Because all of that started from one step of obedience and being fearless, being brave, doing what God called me to do. It's a sweet little story. We'll get back to that. We will, because that was one of my favorite stories. Okay, number four, the fourth piece of advice I have for you is this. Late night talks are worth losing sleep over. I mean, when I had late night talks with my best friend, Savannah, um, her and I were roommates for two years. Yeah, two years. And we would stay up all the time. We would stay up real, real late and we would just be talking about things. But honestly, I feel like in the later the night goes, the more vulnerable you feel because you don't have a lot on your mind. You can just talk about whatever and everything. And those conversations are things that you're going to hold to your heart. And that's what Savannah and I like, but just that's how we became super close. We talked about our relationship with Jesus. We talked about life. We talked about things that were going on in school and we were really honest with each other about it. So if you were concerned, you're like, whoops, I got a huge, I have an 8 a.m. tomorrow. Girl, you'll make it. I promise you, you will. I mean, I stayed up one night till I think four and I still made it to my 8 a.m. Props to me. I'm real proud, but I can't do that anymore because I feel old. But I want you to know that the late night talks are worth it. They are. And honestly, your friend needs them a lot. Like they, your friends need them a lot more than you think. So let them speak and listen. If you get sleepy, have a Celsius. It'll be okay. Number five, some of the best memories happen, girl, in a sonic drive-through with your best friends rather than in the club. Take it from me. When I was um, at school, there was this really like cute little like college bar, I guess you can say. And uh, I mean, it was a good time, but I mean, it wasn't as fun, I guess, of just like hanging out with my friends just in like the Sonic drive-thru or just hanging out at somebody's house and just laughing all night long. I mean, I want to let you know if like you ever feel like you're missing out, like you're like, oh, I don't know, because I feel like everyone's going to that bar, everyone's going to that club, and I feel like I should go, but I really don't want to. If you don't want to, just say no. I promise you'll be okay. It'll be totally fine. Because honestly, you're not really missing out on much. Take it from me. So just, you know, if you get like ever feel convicted of just like, I don't know if I want to go or not, you don't have to go. But I just want to let you know that I'm going to say it because I feel like not a lot of people say it. A chill night is kind of better than one going out. Number six, let's talk about studying. There's a common phrase that is said in college and it's like, give it your best and God will do the rest. Now I'm a firm believer in that. I am. I had two roommates in college and they were nursing majors and all my nursing majors, I, I give you props because that is, it's so hard. Like if any of my friends that have roommates who are nursing majors, they get it because these girlies are studying all the time. 
And a lot of them, they would be, they would study till like 2 or 3 a.m., like almost like two nights a week just to do their exams or their tests. And they'd be exhausted the next morning. And I learned a lot from them because I was like, if you study as hard as you can, as much as you can, awesome. But you still have to have energy to take the test. So I want you to, and this is not me just saying like, oh, you know, Georgia told me that if I just study for five minutes because this is all I can do right now, I'll do fine on my test. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I want you to just study what you can as much as you can. And when you get tired, go to bed because your body needs it. And there's a verse in Colossians that says this, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for man. So give it all you got because you're going to do just fine on the exam. You are. I promise you. I believe in you. So remember that. Never ever think that you're not going to do well because you didn't study till 4 a.m. or anything like your friends. You are going to do just fine. The seventh thing is this. What you're going through right now, it'll prepare you for what's to come. Let me repeat that. What you are going through right now will prepare you for what's to come. When I think back of my four years at Tennessee Tech, there were a lot of things that I learned that I can kind of like fall back on and like why I am the person I am today. I am, let's see, I'm trying to think of like things that really do make me me because of what happened in college. But for example, I was a sorority girl. I was an 80 pie. Love them. Uh, Will F.O. We love them all. But the thing is, is that when I was an 80 pie, I learned the importance of genuine conversation. I learned how to have intentionality in every single detail of what you say to people and how you make them feel. It's so important. So important. Um, I was the chaplain of my sorority. And so that really taught me on how to actually dig into the word of God and actually teach it. I also learned a lot about friends. I learned what a true friend is and what to look for in friends. I also learned a lot about boys and why I have high standards and why I will not settle because the boys at college sucked. So those are things that make me me today because I am the person I am today. And what I did go through will prepare me for what's to come. And I can see just before my eyes like why I am who I am because of what happened. So I want you to know that what you're going through right now is not time wasted. God's going to use it for his glory and his timing. So don't give up. Trust in him and keep going. And the last one, this is so important. I cannot emphasize it enough. If you pray for it, prepare for it. So many of us think that when you just pray for God to move in a mighty way, that he's just going to blow wind and it's just going to happen and you didn't have to lift a finger. Some people think that if you pray for a job, it's just going to fall right into your lap. No. When you pray for something, when you pray for good, godly friends to come into your life, when you pray to be in the best sorority possible, when you pray to be, to pass all your classes, to become like an honor student, anything like that, it comes with work. It comes with Going out there and just, if you don't meet the right friends at the right time, that's okay. You But you keep on putting yourself out there to make those genuine friendships. Because you know they're going to come because God never fails. But if you want to be in a great sorority, you're going to look for the qualities that you look for in your friends. 
if you want to be a top student, you know that you're going to have to put the work in to be a really hard studier. When you pray for it, you have to prepare your heart for it as well. Never, ever think that it's just going to be easy because newsflash, life isn't easy, but it's a lot simpler and it's a lot more black and white when it's with him. So guys, those are my eight pieces of advice for college, and I have a lot more, and this will probably be a sweet little series coming up soon. Um, but before we go, we always pray here on the Jesus and Joe podcast because I always want to let you know that someone is praying over you. I think prayer is one of the most important and powerful tools that the God that God has given us, and so we're going to use it today, right now, right here. Here we go. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, God, just for this listener, and I thank you for the season of life that she's in. Lord, it's not easy being a college student, but God, what a blessing it is that you give us the strength, you give us the diligence, the peace, the patience to get through it. Whatever she is feeling, if she's feeling really good to go back to school, or if she's not feeling as psyched, Lord, I pray that you would just shift her perspective and know that you are working inside of her every single day that she is the hands and feet of you on this campus, that you're going to use her in huge and mighty ways and that she's going to be a light there. God, remind her that you are always right next to her because, God, you care about college. You care about her being a college student. Thank you so much for all that you've done. We are expectant to see what you're going to do in the future, and we love just who you are and how you're going to get through it, Lord. Thank you so much. And it's in your name that I pray. Amen. You are a ray of sunshine. And I can't thank you enough for being here today. Love you so much. And I'll see you next time.